And that is time for our political panel. Uh, today we have RNZ political editor Joe Moyer in the studio, along with News Harm political editor Jenna Lynch. Uh, kia ora, good morning to both of you. Good morning. Well, uh, the tragic tragic and sudden death of Green MP Fa'anana Afisal Collins, of course, uh, really eclipsed everything else going on in the political world this week. It was remarkable. I mean, you two would have been there. I was just watching on television, of course, but to see uh, how that was dealt with in, in Parliament on the day, just, you know, extraordinary scenes. Yeah, that's right, Ingrid. Um, I mean, I basically wrote a piece saying that Parliament came to an absolute standstill, just an absolute tsunami of grief flooded from what was Parliament building where select committees were taking place when the news first started to come through about this. And of course, MPs were, you know, undergoing parliamentary business. Uh, text messages started to come through about what had happened. Uh, MPs started to come down to the corridors and actually privately remove some MPs to let them know what was going on. And, and then it just sort of filtered through the building and, and into the beehive. It was an absolutely extraordinary, extraordinary and quite distressing scene um, down there this week and you could just see in the faces of all MPs at Parliament that they were really feeling it and um, obviously completely appropriate that Parliament uh, ended up getting suspended for the rest of the week. Um, MPs have obviously headed back home. Uh, there was a lovely message I thought from Te Pāti Māori co-leader DB Nari were packet in the House about how important it is to be with your family in, in these times and how um, grateful they were to the Speaker and all of Parliament that they had the opportunity to go home to be with their own family as well. Yeah, Gina, the uh, the messages, um, you know, the heartfelt words words from came right across all of the political leaders, didn't they? Even though uh, Far Nana had only been there for a short time, in that role, he'd obviously made such an impact. Yeah, that's right. A lot of the MPs in Parliament knew Efeso Collins from way back in their uni days and he had friends right across the house, even those that had only met him more recently, spoke um, about just how much of a thoroughly decent individual he was. He was well-liked across the whole political spectrum, which I think is quite a rarity in that place. And as Joe said, that the, the entire place just had this sort of cloud of grief over it. It's normally a very, very loud building, Parliament, and there was just an eerie silence, no matter who you bumped into from which political party, um, everyone just in a state of devastation, um, particularly as well for FSO Collins' family, obviously feeling for um, his wife and young girls. Joe, so Parliament was adjourned until Tuesday, uh, so people could take time away. The Greens are now going to have to, will have an even bigger rebuilding uh, job. Yeah, that's right. I mean, this is now a situation, of course, with um, earlier in the year with Gauri's government um, leaving Parliament. Of course, James Shaw only a couple of weeks ago announced that uh, he would be retiring in the in the coming months. And now, of course, this um, this dreadful situation with Farnana Efeso Collins as well. Um, it means that the Green Party is now going to have uh, three new MPs since the election, which of course was only what four four months ago. And um, we've all already seen Celia. Wade Brown, former Wellington Mayor, come in um, and with uh, both the James Shaw situation and of course um, Efeso Collins will have two new MPs come in for the Greens as well. They are Francesco Hernandez and uh, Lawrence Shunan as well who will both be coming in. So 
quite a reset, rebuild for the Green Party. In addition to that, of course, they are in the process of having to elect a new co-leader as well. So it's still looking likely that that will be Chloe Swarbrick who will get that role, but a big job for her, if it is her, and Marama Davidson to just rebuild, reset and pull together um, that caucus, which has obviously really undergone quite a, um, a traumatic and, and distressing time in recent weeks and months. Jenna, the other focus earlier in the week, Grant Robertson uh, announcing his retirement. That is a, uh, a big gap to fill for the Labour Party. Uh, Barbara Edmonds, uh, what did you make of her first sort of outings in that role now as finance spokesperson? That's a pretty critical role. She did an incredible job at that first press conference, I thought. Um, nailed the pop quiz on inflation, etc. Barbara Edmonds is still a reasonably fresh MP, but she has been around the building for a long time in ministerial advisory roles, both for Stuart Nash and I think Judith Collins as well at, at one point. Um, so she, she knows her stuff. She is a tax expert, and that is going to be crucial for... Yeah, Labor. I mean, is she... A reformer? Is she someone who wants to go out and sell the idea of a wealth tax or a capital gains tax? The party's going to relook at this. It has to in a way. Mm. Is, is she someone, do you think, that's going to have... Because arguably the issue is that Labour has always struggled to try and sell these ideas to the public. Yeah, and I think it was quite interesting that she wouldn't um, say where she, where she landed on the issue of either a wealth tax or a capital gains tax that day. But she did say that she thinks our tax system is unfair and she wants to look at whether it's fair that a dollar that is earned by a wage earner is the, treated the same as one that is earned by a house. Um, and so I, I don't know. She, she, she is a good communicator. I don't know whether she will be able to get that level of buy-in from the public that Labour really requires mm. on that yeah, debate. The other thing was, I, was, I did talk to uh, Chris Hipkins, I think, about this, was the issue around who else is involved in that discussion around tax. Do you think, is David Parker still involved? Because he was part of the, mm-hmm. the other plan that Hipkins then next. So how is that all going to play out for them? Because that seems to be a critical point. Well, funnily enough, um, before Grant Robertson's retirement was announced and there was this awkward uh, press conference going on with Chris Hipkins about was he going to be the finance spokesperson, questions started getting asked about tax in that um, presser and uh, Chris Hipkins started talking about Deborah Russell, the revenue spokesperson, to try and get his way out of the awkward conversation he'd found himself in. So presumably Deborah Russell is going to be somewhat involved in this. Uh, David Parker, of course, removed himself from sort of having any role when he um, gave away the the revenue spokesman um, portfolio after the whole situation with the wealth tax. So, but you know, he is still around, and I guess that's a good point to make too about who is and who isn't around as well. Uh, Megan Woods was someone who was being talked up to possibly be the finance spokesperson. She's now saying that she can't commit to being at the next election. So, you know, that is yet another person for the Labour Party who has been around a very long time with a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. You add her to the names that have already gone, like Nanaya Ma, who Andrew Little, Calvin Davis, all those people. For Chris Hipkins to lose them, plus Grant Robertson now as well, Mm. that is a big hole in that caucus. Just finally, um, Jenna, uh, next week, I mean, this government's, the time limit's running out pretty quick on the 100-day plan. I mean, I think they've only got, what, 20 days left or something, or 22 things they've still got to do. Yeah. They've got a lot of work. How are they going to get it done? (laughs) 
three announcements a day. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's going to be very busy. It's a, it's a very, a very good point. I think a lot of the stuff that they've got through is the easy stuff, right? We're saying we'll repeal this, we'll get rid of Labor's this, we'll get, and there's still some really chunky stuff to come. The gang patches ban, the, the housing plan, this is like really complex legislation that they've still got to come. So whether or not they manage to get through that 100-day plan, very much a question mark. Oh, well, it'll keep you guys busy, that's for sure. Hey, uh, thank you very much. Appreciate that. That is uh, Jenna Lynch, News Hub political editor and RNZ political editor, Joe Moyer.